You are now listening to the Highly Offensive Sports Podcast. This episode is brought to you by... You care about your car, so you take it to the best mechanic. You love your dog, so you take it to a vet you trust. So why go with just anyone when it comes to your insurance? With a local Allstate agent, you get expert advice you can trust and the best coverage for you. And because they live in your community, you can always count on them to be there when you need them the most. Call Winchester's Paul Moffin today at 859-745-2683. Allstate Property and Casualty Insurance Company. All right, that's our new new sponsor. I'm going to be heading a lot of our upcoming episodes, especially all the ones that are um, intertwined with UK sports. He is local here in Winchester. Excited to have him on. He's actually a pretty close friend of ours, and uh, we are uh, excited to have such a prestigious company sponsoring us. Yeah, Paul's a great agent. Um, I can speak firsthand about this. Like we've told you all in the past, we wouldn't suggest anyone to you or suggest you do business with any of our sponsors if we wouldn't use them ourselves. And I can speak personally about Paul. He's a great agent. He's always there to take your call. He's always willing to do reviews, um, look for ways to save you money. And obviously, when you got the backing of Allstate, that's that's a great company to have. And most important to all you friggin' UK fans, he is a UK fan. He goes to a lot of the a lot of the basketball and football games. Been to. Uh, many tailgates with them. Um, so uh, looks like coming up, we got the UK Florida matchup on Saturday, right? Yes, sir. Big game down in Gainesville. And is that, is that, oh, okay. So it is, it is down in Florida. Yeah. It, it seems like Florida's not that good this year, but it does seem like um, they always give UK a tough time, especially when it's down in Florida, right? Yeah, and, you know, I was watching, I think it was like Florida versus Ole Miss um, the other night. I was really bored watching some TV, and, like, their arena was not that full at all for that Ole Miss game. But I guarantee you, come Saturday, it's going to be absolutely sold out. It'll be rocking. The fans will be going nuts. They'll be dying to get in there and, um, you know, taunt the U.K. players and just go wild hoping that they can pull off basically a season-saving win at this point because you're right, they are not – too good this year and they gave uh they gave tennessee a tough time whenever they went down there and of course uk beat them for the first time in like a century in football this year so i'm sure they're yeah. not too happy about that so you're right there's there's gonna they're gonna be packed out and uh and bringing the heat uh one thing before we get into that matchup i wanted to uh to bring up so i'm a i'm a huge nba fan um my teams are the lakers in the west Pacers in the East, so Oladipo's out for the year, so I'm all all Lakers right now, all in. Not too much of a LeBron fan, but he is he's the goat, of course, in the uh, in, in the league right now. Big big news for Big Blue Nation coming out. Anthony Davis has requested a trade. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. So he came out. He was a first overall pick. I know he he helped win you all a, a championship, right? Yeah, he did. And uh, Big, he's been dominant. I mean, he's been dominant. So what? how do you feel about it? He's wanting to go play with LeBron. Look, I mean, that's what the NBA, the NBA is nowadays. Anthony Davis, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of professional opinions, is a top five player in the league. And unfortunately for him, because of his high draft, uh, draft pick being the number one overall pick, he just was not put in a good situation in New Orleans. And they've never been willing to go out 
and get the pieces to put a championship caliber team around him. You thought they had it last year when they got Boogie, but he he got hurt, so the, the season went down the drain there. So I understand his frustration, just like when Coach Cal came out the other day and was talking about it. He just said, look, Anthony Davis wants to win. That's all there is to it. The guy's got a winning mentality, and he wants to go to a place that he can win championships. That's why he came to Kentucky, and that's why he wants to be traded from New Orleans. Yeah, so to to kind of back up, if you all didn't see the news, Anthony Davis straight up requested a trade. So a little insight to what's going on. Um, LeBron actually is partial owner of the sports agency that him and Anthony Davis share the same sports agent at. And he they had met, uh, I believe, about a month ago, had some dinner, um, and, you know, the, the everything started stirring up. And even Jalen Rose, I think back in September, um, predicted that Anthony Davis was going to request a trade this year. And to your point, Watson, if anyone talks shit about him requesting this trade, just look at what's happened to him in the last – his whole NBA career. He, he's never had – anyone besides Drew Holiday out there to help him. They they drafted Buddy Hill. They ended up trading him, who looks like a, a nice shooting guard now. He's starting to come on. They, uh, you know, went out and tried to get Boogie Cousins, but it didn't work out. And that's, I mean, that's two moves. You, when you have a star like Anthony Davis, who you said is a top five player, the number one center power forward combo in the league, he's the most adaptive center in the league as far as where the league's going with all the three-point shooting, fast-paced transition game. He's the best center by far, and it's not even close. And if you can't build around that, you don't deserve to have him. You're right. It's plain and simple. Like, I I, I won't – you know, I know he's a UK – old UK player, um, but the talent's there. He's a beast. He deserves to get championships. And if LeBron's – thinking that he can get him, maybe bring in Kyrie, maybe bring in Kawhi Leonard. There's a couple pieces out there that he's been talking about. Lakers need to go all out and, and go all in on, on Anthony Davis. You, you don't, you just don't come across that talent. Um, but besides once in a lifetime. Yeah. And could you imagine uh, LeBron is, if, he, if, if Anthony Davis goes to LA, get LeBron back healthy. LeBron is an underrated passer. The guy, literally knows how to pass and he makes some unbelievable passes could you imagine the lob dunks they'd be throwing out in LA if they had LeBron and AD there yeah it's it's literally the best big man LeBron's played with since Chris Bosh and Anthony Davis is like a souped up more athletic Chris Bosh Chris Bosh if no one remembers was dominant in Toronto he changed his game up a little bit got got used to hitting that pull-up J on the elbow there. But Anthony Davis can hit that J. He can drive. He can pass. He can he can uh, dribble and um, and shoot. So, yeah, that would be scary, man. Golden State would – I think they'd pee, pee themselves just a little bit if that <laughs> uh, trade were to go through. They should. They absolutely should because LeBron and, and AD together, that's like four superstars and two players because they're that good. Yeah, it, it really is. And then – They'd have some pieces left because I think opening offer. Um, so, like, I've been keeping up with this, like, probably way too much during work. 
you know, just constantly refreshing and searching Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis Lakers, Anthony Davis trade, stuff like that. So um, at first, New Orleans was so pissed off that they took him off of their uh, promotional video, hype video at the beginning of the games. If you've been to a UK game, you haven't been to a, a major uh, NBA game, they do similar shit. They try to promote, get the crowd pumped up in the beginning. They took him off that video. They took him off the lineup or something like that on the website. It's just petty shit. And then the GM wouldn't answer the phone calls of the Lakers for the last two days. It's like, what the (laughs) hell are you? They're they're literally pushing all the chips in, ready to give you all this talent. Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, first-round picks, all of that shit, and y'all won't answer the phone? You deserve to not even be a GM at that point. Yeah, that's that's just petty stuff right there. It really is. So, all the Big Blue Nation, I think, is is doing the same thing you're doing, Wayne. They're hitting refresh, trying to see where our you know our former superstar and current NBA superstar is going to land. So that's big time news across the bluegrass. Just like UK's um, recent you know surge has been big news around the bluegrass. They've won what is it seven games in a row now, and they just thump Vandy at Vandy so I mean that was that was a pretty look it's not a good or a big time win but whenever you can go on the road in the SEC and absolutely dominate a team from start to finish like they did Vandy I mean it's it's an impressive showing I think they were up 30 at halftime and typically when you see a team up 30 at half they never end up winning by 30 because they they pump the brakes or they take their foot off the gas in the second half. And that was not the case at all with UK um, the other night. They kept the pedal to the floor and ended up beating Vandy 87 to 52 in Memorial Coliseum. And that's good signs coming up um, w- with their road matchup at Florida this Saturday. I think the game's at four o'clock on ESPN. So um, it's got me excited, man. Uh, you know, we were kind of all skeptical about UK earlier in the season at they were starting slow, getting some bad wins on their resume, but things are looking good right now. Yeah, it's uh, so. it, it really has gotten hot, and it, it kind of it was almost overnight. It seems like I I can just remember like one of our first episodes covering UK when we switched over from fantasy football, which isn't that far back. You know, probably about a month or so, maybe five six weeks, where we were talking about the UK Calipari chatter. Um, you know, people bitching, you know, a, a lot of UK fans were, like you said, very pessimistic about this season, but they're getting hot. There's, you know, five, six game winning streak. Um, they haven't won in Florida in two years since you all had Jamal Murray. So, um, you know, last two years, I know haven't been the best, but you all had, still had some uh, pretty solid teams. Um, I mean, one of those teams was Fox, right? Fox and uh and Monk it had to have been if uh yeah if it was in last two, yeah last two years so um and they weren't able to win in Florida so Florida's definitely going to come out you know probably punch her all in the mouth early it could be close to the first half I wouldn't panic though because the way that UK's been playing down low with PJ and uh, and Reed Travis is is what's impressed me the most and then you tie in the guard defense that they've been able to come up with. That's a recipe for a good March team, um, and yeah. y'all are getting it started here, you know, late January, which is uh, a little early, but still, I mean, if you can, at this point, just go on a decent run in February, win, you know, 
75% of the games, you should be fine going in, uh, going for a two, three seed heading into March. Yeah, I've seen a lot of headlines out there right now that uh, UK being the most dangerous team outside of the top five or the hottest team in the nation right now. And it's because of those things you mentioned. P.J. Washington's playing like an All-American right now, Reed Travis. Um, He still has his no-shows, but for the most part, he's dominating in the paint. And what Coach Cal's done with Ashton Hagens is just, I mean, it's nothing short of remarkable, dude. What He keeps churning out these, like, NBA-ready point guards year in and year out. You saw it last year with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And, you know, not I don't think people are expecting Hagens to be, you know, this this stud of a point guard. But here we are. He's, he's uh, not turning the ball over. He's uh, getting plenty of assists. And he's playing the best perimeter defense in the nation, in my opinion, right now. So those are all, like you said, you know, good things for UK. Um, in this this tough part of the season, this this stretch right now, and in, in SEC play, um, and then coming off that big win against Kansas at home, things are looking up. And uh, if we can just keep the consistency, I think that's what Cal's been preaching. I think that's what the Big Blue Nation has been preaching. I think that's what anyone who watches UK or is a fan of UK has been preaching. Like, give us some consistency here. Like, don't be unreal one night and, you know, blow the doors off Mississippi State and Bandy and then come out against a, you know, a down Florida team and just crap the bet. Like, that's not what we want. We want consistency night in and night out. And if you lose a game here and there when you're playing hard and playing like you've been playing, we can handle that. But it's that when you take the plays off, that's what we can't handle. That's why the Big Blue Nation, they literally – put every play under a microscope so that's why we get so frustrated and we'll make a tweet about every bad pass or every bad shot Um, but then a slam dunk comes and then everybody's saying oh bb and cats by 90 like that's just the emotional roller coaster of being a cats fan but i think we're in for a tough one this weekend yeah there's um I mean, it, like you said, it, it, this is going to be played on ESPN. It, it's not a primetime game, but it is 4 o'clock. So ESPN understands, too, that, you know, anytime it's UK versus Florida, it's going to be chippy. Uh, definitely going to be a, a tough game. And they're going to have to they're going to have to play to win this game. It's not going to be Vandy. You know, it, it's not going to be just a, uh, a rollover. Okay, they're unranked. They got eight losses. We'll just go in, get out, get a win celebrate and and move on to the next game so hopefully they come out to play um i uh i actually like and this is nothing against shay but i actually like ashton Hagens a little bit more and the reason i like him is more so on the college front than the pros so shay gillis he he he's great and he's he's good he's been playing well for the clippers from uh for me watching a few of their games he had that but he he made the offense lazy when UK played, right? So when I watched him, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew they weren't going to do anything in March because a lot of times when Calipari didn't know the offense is set up or the offense wasn't running smoothly, not on Calipari, all they do is give it a Shea and let him drive in. He'd go yeah, in with his right hand, that. cross over to his left, come back to his right, lay up. Every single time I could I could tell you when it was happening late in games, that was their offense. And when you do that, t- good teams, especially in the tournament, are going to be able to shut it down. Ashton Hagens, however, he forces turnovers. He gets the transition running. 
and he plays very good defense. So when you have these other teams like a Tennessee who's really guard heavy, you know, and he's able to shut down the hot shooter because Tennessee, what makes them so good is they got three good guards and you don't know which one you're going to have to game plan around because they're they're hot different games, right? They're never going to be hot. You know, everybody's going to not going to be hot in one game, but he's going to have to switch it up and really, um, you know, figure out who's going to uh, to be the, the hot hand that game. But not every team has that. So whenever they bring him up, he can definitely shut down the opposing point guard um, that, that is an elite. And I like him a little bit more whenever you're talking about, you know, Getting getting a March Madness push, getting a tournament push, I, I like his style a little bit better. Oh, I do too. And you're right. And that's why a good defensive team like Kansas State was able to bounce us last year in a game that we should have easily won. But it was because they played good defense and they knew exactly what was happening every trip down the court. So um, I do like this year's offense better. And another thing I like a whole lot better is our defense, and that's in large part due to Ashton Hagens. And what if you – you may not watch UK games like I do, Wayne, and that's understandable. You're not you're not a UK fan, but if you watch their re- recent games, everyone's playing <clears throat> playing better defense. Tyler Hero's playing good defense. PJ's playing good defense. Nick Richards, when he's in the games, playing good defense. You know, it, it's it's kind of like um, it's contagious, for lack of a better word, when you see a guy playing his his butt off on the defensive end like that. Everyone wants to play harder, and then the the best offense. Yeah, so is so the defense, defense the defense is creating is creating offense for you all. Basically, is what's going on, and it, I honestly think it's something like when you take a step back and look at it, the reason it's happening and the reason that they're playing better defense is because they don't have that shining star on offense. They don't have – they can't be lazy on offense. Is that – you get what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. can't just sit back and watch a guy score. They have to wait and uh, and actually make something happen and play in defense, starts up their offense, gets that transition going. The only problem is they're still young, right? So, you need a couple of these guys to stay. If y'all could get Hagen, Ashton Hagens and Tyler Harrow to stay with maybe a Reed Travis staying another year – pick up, you know, a nice another nice wing player or something after uh, Keldon leaves, that's when you're talking about a potential Final Four championship team. I wish Reed Travis could stay another year, Wayne, but he's a fifth-year senior graduate transfer, so he's done. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, yeah, he's done. He, he played four years at Stanford and then was a grad transfer because he got hurt one year there and uh, ended up having a red shirt, so he had one year of eligibility left. So, uh, okay, I got you. that. Is right. That was him. PJ's it's his second year, yeah, right? Yeah. PJ hung back. No, okay, I got you. Um, but yeah, if you could get like an Ashton because Ashton Haggins, he reminds me of someone like a, a Josh Hart or someone like that that Villanova had that was you know made them so successful. If you could get him to stay and get even better, which he could, I mean, you never, I'm sure the draft isn't crazy when you get past you know Zion in that top 10. So there's a good chance he could maybe go top 20, top 25. Um, so I could see him, you know, making that decision and taking some money. I wouldn't blame him a bit. But if you all were able to get him to stay, man, um, with that defense, that's that's the kind of guard that can win you championships. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. One, I'll tell you what, this Saturday, one thing I'm worried about, and it, Ashton kind of puts me a little bit at ease, but Kayvon Allen, the um, guy for Florida, isn't that his name? I think so. 
Um, yeah. He came out firing against Tennessee when they were playing UT. Uh, last year when they played UK, he literally like beat them himself at Florida. So he's someone that we're going to have to just put Hagens on and say, look, don't worry about your offense this game. Just D him up. Do not give him room to breathe. Wear him down. And at the end of this game, he's going to be so tired. He can't even dribble the ball up the court. That's how we're going to win this game is wearing him down. Yeah, he's that kind of shooter where, like, Florida doesn't have a good team, but if they were to sneak into the tournament, um, just with a guy like that, they could make a run and, and screw up everyone's brackets. That's the kind of shooter he is. He's real streaky, but when he gets hot and he's taking, you know, 15 threes a game, hitting eight of them, man, that's that's tough. Like, you can't – it's hard to beat someone like that. It is. It really is, and that's the type of shooter who can literally win a game – by themselves because they put the team on their shoulders, just get hot. And, you know, that's why, like I said, Florida gave Tennessee some fits um, when they played earlier in the year. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited for this game. Uh, I, I, It's not like – it's not a big game because Florida's having a down year. But they always play us tough, and it's a big rivalry game. And whether people realize it or not, like you said earlier, because we beat them in football at their at their place, their fans are going to be even more fired up to beat us in basketball and, and kind of take UK off this, uh, this high that they're feeling right now because of this seven-game winning streak and these big wins that they've had over Auburn, Mississippi State, Kansas, big uh, blowing out Vandy. You know, it's – it, it would make them – nothing would make them happier than to just beat us uh, at their home court and and get a big statement win and maybe even, uh, you know, get a win on their resume that could put them into the NCAA tournament at this point. But right now I think they're on the outside looking in. Yeah, they, they definitely need – it's definitely a, uh, a trap game for Kentucky. And something to think about, though, if you all do lose this game, you know, you never want to say that any loss is a good loss, but it's not a huge deal. I mean, you just – you lose this game, and then you bounce back, win two or three, and you're playing UK – or you're playing at UK versus Tennessee, who might – you know, they might be number one still whenever uh, it, that game comes up on the 16th. But that's really the one you're looking forward to and um, trying to get better at. You you don't want to take a streak into that Tennessee game. Um because that's whenever your players start getting a little cocky, a little pep in their step. And uh, Tennessee's one of those teams where we have Grant Williams, right? But it's not like we have to have Grant Williams score to win kind of thing. Like when he didn't have that good of a game against Gonzaga, they came out and won. Um, There's some other guys that can step up. So that's that's a team that's really going to show BBN how good they are. If they can beat Tennessee – who is solid all the way around, that would be a huge win for them. Kansas, you know, Kansas is a good team, but we know how they've struggled on the road. And then they went and lost to Texas, I think, the next yeah, game after they played they you all. So they did. They're, 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 I wouldn't say they're, they're having a down year. They're just in a rough patch, and they got they unfortunately had to play you all during that rough patch. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Um, I, I think it's safe to say Tennessee – um, when they come to town, that'll be another college game day at Rupp Arena, don't you think so? 
Yeah, it should have been. I mean, it should be if, if they uh, if they don't have it marked, they need to move some stuff around because that's going to be huge. I mean, Knoxville's only two hours away on the interstate too, and uh, there'll they'll be Tennessee fans up here. There'll be UK fans partying. You know, not tailgating, but the bars will be full in Lexington. It'll be wild around here. Like they did that for the Kansas game, but I feel like they did it. You know, in the middle of January when no one's really hyped up. Whenever Tennessee comes in at number one, or if they're still top three when they come in, um, that's going to be a hyped up game. Shit's going to get wild around that time. And um, fortunately for me, it's actually on my birthday, so we're definitely wow. going to be out at the bar watching that, talking a little shit to each other, um, and it's going to be a fun time. But yeah, you all better not look past this uh, this Florida matchup. It's always fun because they always play on your birthday, and I feel like. You know, we're buddies, and I feel like I need to always be watching your back because some crazy UK fan might try and come, like, hit you over the <laughs> head with a beer bottle while we're watching the game or something stupid like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's an exciting season, man, and, and it's good for, for us whenever, you know, other teams in the SEC are good. Tennessee's obviously especially good. Mississippi State's good. LSU's playing unreal basketball. They're still undefeated in the SEC, too, so – it's all it's all fun to look forward to, but one game at a time. And that next game up on the schedule is this Saturday, again at four o'clock. The game will be televised on ESPN. We're going to Florida to beat the Gators in their house, just like we did in football. Yep, that's uh, yeah. I I'm excited to watch this game. It's a rivalry game, like anything else. Like Tennessee struggled against Vandy. Florida always seems – Florida and Kentucky, even in football, whenever Florida used to have the better team in football, Kentucky would still give them a good game, it seemed like. And, and it's vice versa. Florida always gives Kentucky trouble um, no matter what. It seems like they split. Even when Tennessee had their their shitty teams, I, I, I remember like a few years ago, uh, when I think it was a game after Nerlens Noel got hurt and we beat you all by like 40 on my birthday. That was like the craziest shit because you all had like a top ten, you know, team top top two draft class coming in. It was insane, and Tennessee was like struggling to find players. They had like a bunch of non non scholarship guys out there. But no, it's uh it's always fun to watch these games, these rivalry games. Um, and and this one will be you know be a good one. But uh, yeah, guys, we just wanted to get a, a quick episode out for you all, a nice little preview. Love talking about Anthony Davis. We're we're actually in the works of putting together a uh, a cats in the NBA um, podcast episode, maybe every couple of weeks. Because I don't know about you, Watson, but I, I like talking about the NBA. And you all have a lot of good uh, NBA players out there that need to to be discussed. I don't feel like they get hit on a lot. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. That would be a fun little podcast to do for sure. Because I love keeping up with. Um, you know, the guys who got their careers jump started here here in Lexington. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh to see if if the Lakers can pull this off because they were actually talking about Kyrie Irving um re re uh, oh, reuniting with LeBron. So that's that seems to be the plan because it, it seems to be like LeBron's pulling the strings on the Anthony Davis side and on the LA side. He's like uh I don't know, man. He's like running the NBA now. Yeah, he it's is. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, he, I mean, he's changed the game. Um, maybe not as much as what Jordan did, but he's damn close to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way that people are switching teams and requesting trades and 
all that shit. I mean, he's forcing teams to trade their players. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's something like we've never seen, that's for sure. But, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Definitely thank you for the support. Uh, Like we always tell you, the best thing you can do, click that subscribe button on iTunes so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. And, uh, guys, get out there and support your teams this weekend, especially the Cats. But cheer them on responsibly. And uh, let's go, Cats. Go down there and get a big win in Gainesville. Niggas been counting me out. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The game is off balance. I'm back on my shit. The Bentley is dirty. My sneakers is dirty. But that's how I like it. You all on my dick. I'm all in my bag. It's hard as it get. I do not store powder. I might take a sip. I might hit the blunt. But I'm liable to...